Hello. Hello. Our dogs are bananas right now. So if you hear our dogs in the background like that. <laughs> I wonder if I should put a stop to it. Nah. Unless they get crazy. What's the name of the movie? There Will Be Blood? I love the name. There actually might be blood. So. The, and our our child. child. Okay. Anyway. So with that being said. How's it going? <laughs> it's going. I'm a little stressed today. I have a lot on my mind. Um, did a lot of research for this podcast and it's just overwhelming the amount of information that I want to talk about, but it just, we could go on for 10 hours and that would be terrible. We can go on for 10 months about this subject. (laughs) Right. It's, It's crazy. So, but other than that, last time we talked about, we mentioned that abortion would be the topic. And I was like, yeah, gung-ho about it. And then as we got closer to this episode, I just felt like, oh, no, this is just so heavy. But it's necessary. Yeah, it's- I might have to get a new prescription for some antidepressants after this one. Well, hopefully not. Hopefully we just um, gain a little insight and get some fire under our behinds, behinds to do something and stand up for what's right. Yep. Um, But speaking of abortion, okay, what is, in your country, I remember driving down with people, um, like a main road, and there was a big billboard on the side of the road, and it said something about an interruption. Right. They didn't call it an abortion when I was there. Well, obviously, abortion being an English word, but but generally generally the word interruption would be used which i mean in in some ways it's similar but basically it, it just saying we're interrupting the the pregnancy you know didn't doesn't that feel a little like it's definitely lessening the meaning yeah. of the action yes right. yes i remember and again like i left right after i left my country right after the high school right so i wasn't it wasn't really on on my on my compass you know what i mean to pay attention to issues like that, but I do remember, I do remember that there was a, there was a, some sort of activism, anti-abortion activism going on, uh, and they would have like billboards all over the place, like you said, and you know show the show the aborted mm. babies. I'm not gonna. I'm not oh gonna, yeah, that's right. They I'm did not show. gonna say fetuses. I'm not gonna say embryos. I'm not gonna say anything like that. These are babies. So so they, there was a there was some sort of a push. And and the reason be, being is that the my my home country is predominantly Catholic. Catholic, right? But you know what? Even that, I don't even feel I. It's not Catholic enough in this in this way because it was socialist and communist for you know forty years, and and certain social issues, abortion being one of them, were definitely overtaken by the ideology and taken away from from the from the catholic undertones and 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 minds of people and was kind of normalized because abortion well i was gonna say i mean isn't that kind of how it works where the western way of thinking starts coming in and i I don't i don't think western way of thinking was the part of it i think it was the the communist way of thinking so communists were fine with abortion yeah look at china i mean they've aborted hundreds of millions of kids one one child policy they don't give it now they have like a three child yeah they, policy. they stepped it up because the population is aging and they need slaves and so well and they also need women right so yeah i i would say i'm not i'm not gonna say it was like a popular thing to do but it was definitely me changing not changing i always had a personally even though it wasn't the biggest thing on my mind i was always like internally it was somewhere deep in my soul to be very strongly against abortion and yeah so for me personally i had a little bit of a not me personally but family member who was on the abortion table to abort another family member and chose not to to go through with it and looking back now like it it would be insane so different like the amount of children that came out of that person and relationships and, and it's just, it's just, and their friendships and their 
like their life that they lead is so and great. The drama and bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but I'm just saying, like, wow, like to see that in in one second it could have been very different. And my life would be very different. Right, right. Um, I also I don't I don't think you in your country had much experience until you came here, but we have a lot of people we know. Um, or have seen, we have friends that have children with Down syndrome. Right. Or or um, cerebral palsy. I've worked with the, the most beautiful yeah. kids with disabilities. And I could not imagine just being like, oh, yeah, that's not... And you know, the crazy thing is, one of my good friends that had a child... Um, few years back or maybe a little couple more than a few years back and we were I was talking to him uh during a mid to late stages of pregnancy I'm not I'm not gonna say because I really don't know but it was I mean it was well into the pregnancy right and I was asking everything's okay with the baby and mom and everything and he was like oh yeah we're just getting some of the genetic testing to find out if right. there's any disabilities which sure but and i'm i'm not going to say it was meant that way but it was almost like we'll check if the baby's okay genetically and we'll see, see if we're keep, keeping right it going. right which maybe i'm projecting uh but that that was the feeling i had well that's the, the purpose of right. uh, oh i shouldn't say that no that's some of the purpose of the genetic testing you the be other prepared. purpose is to be prepared yeah, right so um and you know we've had people who chose not to get it and then they found out that they right. had a, a baby with down syndrome but it wouldn't have changed anything no, you know no, not for those um, people no anyway so that's kind of our personal experiences with it i think this day and age a lot of people have experiences or know people with experiences i mean you turn on the tv um there's tv shows almost every character has gone through it um, movies where abortion has become a normal thing. Uh, you see Hollywood shouting their abortions um, at uh, the Grammy Awards or the Oscars. And um, it's just become like this normalized thing. But we're here to say it's not normal. But we're also, I also want this to be very clear that I am not, he is not judging anyone who has gone through no, with no, it. No. Um, this is just to give our opinion, especially... Um, in regards to politics and how they're kind of intertwined. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a correction. I think, at least for myself, they're, they're, I, feel, I feel for women who have struggled with this decision and who have um, made it, you know, despite of their angels, better angels in their hearts, because of the circumstances they did Despite of angels in their hearts? Well, what the heck like, does that mean? My better angels, isn't that a saying? I've like, never heard of that in my life. Okay, so despite whatever they were feeling in their hearts, <laughs> uh, they made this horrendous decision, and I feel for them. However, there are people who do it as a freaking hobby, basically, because they don't give a shit about anything but themselves. They go do whatever they want without care in the world, and they use they, it as birth control. And if the if the consequence <clears throat> of my action is a pregnancy, well, oh, well. Shit, I'll just walk down to the to the clinic and I'll get it taken care of. Yeah, those people are despicable, disgusting human beings. They're murderers, and the ones who shout their abortions and celebrate their abortions, yep. they are they are sick, sick, sick people. In yep. my opinion, go yourself. Yeah, what did you correct though? You said you were correct. Well, you're just saying that like we feel for all the women that have gone through it. I most of them, not the ones that okay. do, do it as a as well, a yes. as a birth I, I think that's self explanatory, but maybe not. Okay, so <laughs> don't look at me like that. Okay, uh <clears throat> you should see, by the way, for this very serious discussion, my husband is sitting here naked. <laughs> Well, just because you're struggling and controlling yourself looking at me. Uh, <laughs> well, it's mean everybody else difficult. I mean, you're not technically naked. You have I underwear have on, on. But... <laughs> and underwear. But, yes. Okay. It's a little distracting. Anyway. Adani's of a guy sitting here. Yes, that's correct. Okay. So, unfortunately, we have to go over 
what abortion is real quick because most people know what it is. But there's um, abortion. Most people don't know the logistics of it. Most people well, are, right. are, are, are blissfully unaware of what actually happens. So abortion very early on uh, is you, they use a chemical, they call it a chemical abortion where they give you a pill and it basically forces you to have a miscarriage. miscarriage. It can take days. It, there's still side effects. It's not super easy. I mean, anybody like myself who has gone through a miscarriage knows that it is not only physically difficult, but it is emotionally difficult. So it's not this cut and dry thing that people, oh, you just take this pill and you're good to go in like a couple of days. Yeah, it's not the ibuprofen where, you know, you get rid of the headache. You're Which rid of was on Handmaid's Tale, by the way. The girl's like, oh, that's it? All I have to do is take a pill? She's like, yeah, don't listen to anybody else. That's all you have to do. I'll stop with the Handmaid's Tales, seriously. Anyway, I'm obsessed with that show. So, so that's the first. So, um, as you get a little bit further along, you are, you obviously your baby has, has, has grown. Okay. So it, you can't just, um, have a natural, what's a, it's not even natural, but have a miscarriage nor a normal miscarriage. So what they do is a DNC, which is they take a vacuum and they suck out all the amni- amniotic fluid. DNC sounds like a very much close to. Democratic Party. Yeah, right. They're uh, the results of whatever. Uh, a lot of times they give the the baby a, um, what's it called? Like a, not a narcotic, but something to help like them pain with pain, killer. a painkiller. Even though they claim that the baby can't feel pain at this po- point. Um, still give it a painkiller and then they proceed to suck out the fluid and then suck out the baby. Okay. Later stages, um, there, and this is where it gets really, really difficult to talk about. Um, but important. But important. They, the baby is too big, uh, especially the head, but they still do the same where they give the baby something, sometimes, who depending. Uh, they they also... suck out the fluid, and then they have to take forceps, and, and then... Chop up the baby. Yank first the legs off, which tears the legs from the body, tears the arms from the body. And then the head is unfortunately too big. So they have to take basically a pair of scissors and stab it. And cut it up. And, you know, make it smaller. Just imagine, just imagine medieval times when they would quarter people and, you know, tie them to four different horses and send them in uh, different directions and they would tear all the limbs and everything apart as a as a form of torture and, and killing yeah. eventually. That's what is right now, yeah. this very second, probably happening to a baby in this right. country. Now, with that said, um, a lot of people will say, well, that rarely happens. Oh, it's, you know, or if it does happen, if it does happen, it is because the woman was raped or doesn't, you know, it, it's just a necessary evil. Um, so Peter, so, why don't so you, the, the, and I have, um, my, my biggest issue never, never was a proponent of, of abortion. I, I'm hundred percent against it. I always struggled with justification with the rape, rape and incest. Then, you know, as we go, we learned that that actually is less than one percent of the cases. Right. So, so. But even so. Right. It doesn't justify the, no, the killing because of the baby. Because there's plenty of people on this earth today who are only here because their parents chose life after being raped, or mom chose life right. after being raped. And there's also what is it, thirty three, thirty six couples in America waiting per each adopt adopt right. baby. Right. That's. That's another story. issue. But yeah. So so the reasons why women get late term abortions. Uh, from one to five. So tell tell where this is found uh, so that people know. Okay, source. Uh, Cambridge? It has .gov, so it's government something. <laughs> you can't read it? NCBI, NLM, NIH, NIH, okay, so, okay. so it is, okay. Number one reason, not realizing they're pregnant. So 71% of women will 
who get late term abortions their baby because they didn't realize they were pregnant so So that's like on the show i didn't know i was pregnant like the absolute nightmare for me like so scary um 71 percent of the women who abort late term are because they didn't know right Okay. Uh, all of these percentages add up to more than 100%, so I think there might be some overlapping yeah. reasons for yeah, it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So number two, difficulty making arrangements for an abortion. So that would mean, I guess, difficulty making arrangements for earlier stage abortion, right? Probably, yeah. So, Which so to me is just an excuse. Because you cannot make a phone call or get an Uber. Or you know, pay the, first, the $600. The, that... first, the first month. You're yeah. gonna wait till you actually have. Baby so what is that percentage? So that's that's almost half forty eight percent. Okay. So fear or fear of telling parents or partner mm. about third of the women. So again, these are overlapping. And there are probably obviously a lot of young, very right. young. There's some young girls, girls. Pr- probably maybe from some religious backgrounds or yep. from some crazy situations. Yep. And that's where, you know, we need to employ more of a more of a support for these girls. Yes. And not, you know less judgment. Right, right. Like you need to help these people out. Like these no people, girls. Uh, these girls need help. Number four, feeling that extended time is needed to make the decision. So you know you were pregnant three months ago, four months ago. I feel like that's ago. the same thing as the second one or close nah, to it. No. Nah. Close to it, but... Was that the last one? No, well, there's one. What's the last? Fetal abnormalities, there's only 2%. Okay, yeah, and well, that's the thing. And I looked up fetal... The term fetal abnormalities is not life or death. So that we're talking Down syndrome. Right. We're talking cleft lip, cleft palate. We're talking something easily uh, fixed in the future. You want to have a designer baby. Or not just fixed, but easily loved and right. cared for where the child will live you know a wonderful life and some people still will tear their body babies apart stick scissors in their heads just so they don't have to carry and care for a child some, with a cleft palate some of the happiest cutest oh my gosh most adorable kids are the down syndrome kids oh. and obviously i hurt for people because it is a set of challenges that that comes and and you basically have to do a lot of extra work sure which, and that's horribly said but there there is a lot of extra a lot of extra stuff coming with a baby like that right. but, but but that's no reason to right. <laughs> to, to murder like i i really it's ugh. yeah so that's just that so a lot of people will say well this doesn't happen but it does happen Late-term abortions do happen, and it's really sick and sad. And I don't think it would happen if there was more information put out there about what a late-term abortion procedure looks like. It needs to be graphic out there. And that's the problem with Planned Parenthood. They They don't want to show a mother a uh what's it called um ultrasound they don't want to show her what happens they don't even they just say you don't want it okay we'll take care we'll take care of it no questions asked because it's a money-making machine for them and unfortunately because we're talking about abortion we have to talk about Planned Parenthood because at least in America it's it is the money making that that's how they make their money. They it's say they don't. They say it's that it's just business. 3%, but no, trust me bullshit. it's not. If if abortions were completely prohibited from planned parenthood, they'd be bankrupt. They would. They would. 3 days. And that's it's, why it's, it's such bullshit. a big business. That's why the government the go- so the government gives about 60 million dollars a year to planned parenthood. Planned parenthood before, well, before Trump cut the budget it was about 600 billion. No, no, no. Million. Million, million sorry. Um, but yeah. Yeah. but the thing is, people will say, well, they're not allowed to t- take taxpayer money. Well, <laughs> the who pays the government? We do. So once the government gives $60 million to Planned Parenthood, where do you think it's going? See, I'll, 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 I'll 
correct that a little bit. I think that it says that they're not allowed to take pa- taxpayers' money for abortions. So they're going to say, well, all of that money... But that's what I'm, I'm saying. Right, we're using, we're going to do some pap smears. But they, but they, once it's in their hands, they it's can fungible. do with... It's ev- fungible. Right. Yeah, right. They can like do- I was talking about the crackhead. When I give him $20 and the other guy gave him $20. Right. Like, hey, here's, you know, 20 bucks for, for a song. Here, don't use it for crack. But once it's in his hands, he can it use it for crack. It doesn't matter whose $20 bill it is. Right. There's going to be some crack smoke tonight. That's right. So anyway. Um, and there's going to be some dead babies every day. Right. A lot of them. Well, in the year 2018, 2019, almost 350,000 babies were killed at an average of $600 per abortion. So you do the math. I think since Roe v. Wade, way well, Roe v. Wade, yeah. I think um, I think we're around what sixty million. I want to say something like that, give or take. I think I think we are pretty close to a million babies a year in America. I think so. So okay, so let's talk about the history of Planned Parenthood. So up until just this year. Planned Parenthood refused to acknowledge their racist, disgusting founder, which was Margaret Sanger. A lot of people hear her name. A lot of people don't know exactly what she stood for. She has roads named after her. She had a Smithsonian gallery about her. She had a like a whole wing about her. She was a quote-unquote feminist. She was a person who believed in eugenics. She was an evil bitch. And she was was. evil. And you know what? I watched videos on her. She reminds me so much of Hillary Clinton, the way she speaks. Her mannerisms. I can see that. I can see Everybody look it up. And Hillary Clinton recently, when she was running for president, she spoke to Planned Parenthood (sighs) at a whole thing, praised them, said that they are the reason she's there today. And um, she praised Margaret Sanger. So she loved her, as do a lot of Democrats. Tell you what, I think that's even worse than all of the murders that they did. Who? Clintons. The the suicides? Um, yes, the suicides, yeah, yeah. That they were not connected to in any way, shape, or form. That's true. So let's just, we want to play something for you guys. Um, it's in someone else's, it's in Margaret's words, someone else's voice, and we want you to get a little idea of how, who the person was that started Planned Parenthood. Okay, we're about to... In her it. praise for the eugenics programs in Germany, Sanger called for the implementation of such programs in the United States, specifically targeting African Americans. The following editorial was published in the 1932 issue of the Birth Control Review. The Negro problem is one of the most complicated and important confronting America. Whatever the ultimate answer may be, such an attitude brings to light the function of birth control as a necessary agency in its solution. The present submerged condition of the Negro is due in large part to the high fertility of the race under disastrously adverse circumstances. Thus, the question arises, to what extent birth control has had a eugenic effect upon the Negro race? If any question should remain about Sanger's racist agenda, a 1939 letter she wrote to Dr. Clarence Gamble should remove all doubt. We should hire three or four colored ministers, preferably with social service backgrounds, and with engaging personalities. The most successful educational approach to the Negro is through a religious appeal. We don't want the word to go out that we want to exterminate the Negro population. And the minister is a man who can straighten out that idea if it ever occurs to any of their more rebellious members. Mm. I got the chills. So, well, that was fun. I got the chills. So, if there's any doubt that this woman was a evil, evil 
eugenicist and a racist. I, I, you know, do there's, some research. There's, yeah, and definitely do more research because there's plenty of, she wrote a lot. There's an actual interview with her sitting with a, back when it was actually interesting, the interviewer um, was smoking a cigarette the whole time that he was interviewing her. The whole times. <laughs> And um, so they're sitting there and he's actually back when journalism wasn't dead. He was actually asking her difficult questions. You can look it up on YouTube and, and, and just see how she, she was very anti-Catholic church, obviously. Um, anytime God was mentioned, she was fidgeting like crazy. That's funny because that tells you, that tells you how evil a person is because she has her goal that is from the get-go evil already right so let's get rid of the negro race Mm -hmm. let's get rid of the as eugenicists would do which hitler was one of them and and the whole not nazism had a had a very strong eugenicist uh ideology getting rid of undesirables gypsies slavs um uh, homosexuals uh, disabled people colored people you know people or people of color uh, anybody about Aryan race. So she has the same idea while she hates God, obviously, because she, you cannot reconcile yeah. this, this with the e- e- eugenesis. Right. But at the same time, she's more than happy. Let's find some ministers because the Negro race, yep. they will listen to their ministers. So that tells you how much of a evil genius that person is because she doesn't care about the religion or anything else. But you know yeah. what? If I can use them and exterminate... exterminate Well-spoken. Well-spoken and intelligent yeah. in their field, she says. Yeah. It, it, and you know what? I got chills because I thought immediately about re- uh, the Reverend Jesse Jackson <sighs> and the the other one. I forget his name. The two that are always in, in the public eye who are always on the wrong side I of history. Hate I hate him so much. And it's it's crazy I how... I would have met Margaret Sanger when they were... <sighs> Well, she would have said, here, speak to your, your, your fellow people of color and get them to believe that it's okay. So, so then it begs the question, do, have you ever thought why Planned Parenthoods are all, almost all of them are in inner cities? Yes, because that was the master plan from the get-go. Correct. A lot of people don't think like that. When you hear how racist she was, and then you have... The, the Planned Parenthoods being put into communities of minor, minority communities. Major, that's not an accident. Yeah. That's no. not an accident. You'll hear people say, oh, it's because they can't get, you know, the, the people, the poor people can't get there. They, they can't get a taxi or do, they can't. Do you, do you know, no, do this you know is the, all meant to be. Do you know the most dangerous place for a chi- black child in New York City? No. It's mother's womb. There's oh. more black children aborted in New York City than born. Yeah. Think think about that. Think about that stat. More black children aborted than born in one place. Makes me so sad. Margaret would be ecstatic. She would be thrilled. She would be thrilled. Evil eyes. Uh, <clears throat> so me. anyway, then we have, unfortunately... Um, with a country so obsessed with racism and race and everybody's racist, they pick and choose what bothers them, right? So so this doesn't bother them. They'll address it a little bit finally this year. But it's not pathetic. really that important because look at what they're doing for the women, right? And look, for the country that's obsessed with race and literally... Um, chose a vice president based on her, her Gen- melanin genitalia. and genitalia. I want to go over what our vice president has done or believed in, according to and or voted and for. voted for or against. Because she was, defi- she was definitely she was definitely one of the, if not the most leftist and progressive uh she was a congressman right congresswoman no she was attorney general and then she she was attorney general in california and then she was um oh my gosh we'll get back to that voting record is uh (laughs) abhorrent but she was attorney general that's why it's so funny that everybody was like anti uh 
police, and then you have the you like hire the biggest police. Well, she was woman. attorney general. That was a. Uh, oh, she uh, put a lot of black people in prison. But anyway, okay, that's neither here nor there. So, the first thing that our vice president voted against. I might not have these in order, but they're in my order. Okay. The first thing that Kamala voted against was the Pain-Capable Unborn Child Act. Think about that. Pain-Capable Unborn Child Act. She voted against this. This law would protect babies after they feel pain around 20 weeks. So it would be illegal to abort babies when they feel pain. Right. So she voted like against a, it. So it's kind of like a version of a heartbeat, like pain heartbeat kind of a deal. Like No, it's way further past oh, hey, the heartbeat. Right, yeah, what I'm talking about. Yes. So we're talking but around 20 weeks. Basically limiting, limiting the time frame. Yeah, she wants abortion at all times. Right. You'll get to see that in a couple minutes. Well, right now, she voted against, this was two times, the Born Alive <clears throat> Abortion Survivors Pact. Think about that. You know what that means? Born alive so that means exactly what the what mr northam from virginia would say that you know blackface mr northam uh if the baby is born and he said that on a on yep. a radio show or a podcast the baby is born or you know survives the a botched abortion mm-hmm. we'll just keep it keep it safe we'll until the parents figure out whether they want to until we figure out what to do so basically We'll put it here in a box on a side and, you know, if the parents are not comfortable keeping we'll smother it, ba- it. We'll, or just, you know, we'll just let it die here. Yep. That it's exactly what it is. Yep. You know, born alive, born alive. Just think about this. Born alive. That's actually what should be happening every single time. Yeah. In tragic instances, it doesn't. But they're talking about. The abortionist, the, 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 the evil person that abortionist is, messed up along the abortion process. And the baby survived the murder, the attempted murder. Yep. So let's figure out how to kill or let it die. That's exactly yep. what it is. She voted against that twice. Okay. Uh, she voted against the no taxpayer funding for abortions, which is just how it sounds. So she wants everybody to pay for everybody else's abortions, uh, you know, through our taxes, even if we wholeheartedly disagree with it. It doesn't matter to her. She wants everybody to, you know, even if it's a, uh, you know, 40-year-old woman who just wants to, you know, hang out with her friends every weekend or a 20-year-old girl who sleeps around with 47 partners um, and she just uses it as birth control, we're supposed to pay Your for that. Tags money, hard at work. Yep. Killing babies. Abortion, she, she uh, uh, voted against Abortion Insurance Full D- Disclosure Act, which would prohibit abortion coverage in Obamacare. Okay. By the way, I looked it up. Abortions on average, depending on the state, depending on the place, are around $600. So if you you want, again, you want us to pay for it because mm-hmm. Obamacare is, it, it, okay. You said Don't about $600? Yeah. What a funny number, if you think about it. We have about a million babies aborted a year. Mm-hmm. Planned Parenthood gets about $600 million before Trump cut the budget. $600 million a year. $600 times million babies is about $600 million. Hmm. That comes out. I kind of spaced out, but I'm sure you made a really good point. It's... I, I'm, I'm sure you did. Literally mul- multiplying two numbers. I was spa- I was thinking about something else, but I'm sure it was really good. Wow. Okay. The listeners were clapping. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. She also wanted to ban, and when I say wanted to, um, she was running on this when she was running to be president originally. So she wanted to failed. ban abstinence only sex ed. So. 
like not even make that an option. Okay. So whereas the conservatives I know are really stressed and concerned with um, and angry about the sex ed that's starting in kindergarten right now in schools. And I would like there to, we, we believe in the opt out option. We believe in an option of, Hey, maybe we should have two different sides. Or always. You, you know spoken. what? How about no freaking sex that in school? Oh, None wow. of, no. That's a whole other no, 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 no. None of your business. I'm, I am not for, abstinence only sex ed in school in a public school because it's none of your freaking business teachers to talk to my child about the sex ed i can handle that and you parents if you have any spine you should be teaching that shit at home whichever where you believe i don't need anybody anywhere anywhere school church playground talking to my child about sex in any form any shape or form. form. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But I mean, my point is... <laughs> she, she was against the conservative of course, ways of teaching things, right. yes. Um, she wants to... And I think she might have... No, she didn't. She wants to repeal the Hyde Amendment. Right. So talk about the Hyde Amendment. Which the Hyde Amendment is a legislative provision barring the use of federal funds to pay for abortion except to save the life of the woman or if the pregnancy arises from incest or rape. So, uh, before the Hyde Amendment took effect in 1980, an estimated 300,000 abortions were performed annually using taxpayer funds. So, basically, Hyde Amendment would... Protect the taxpayer. Right. Would, from funding the right. abortion. Right. So, again, it just goes back to she wants everybody to pay for everybody else's abortion. Um, she wants to, and I think they just did, repeal the Mexico City policy. I'm pretty sure she Which just did. Which we would did. be paying for abortions all over the world. All over the, well, yeah. Um, so I think that just went through. Um, because I, I, Trump, I Trump banned that, you know, right. banned that. And then I think they just overturned it. She you, also, know, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to jump in. Can, can I just say one last sure. thing? She got a perfect store, a store score Starf. from... Planned Parenthood, hundred yeah. percent. You know they Beautiful. rate Beautiful. all the politicians. She got a hundred percent. She's the most extreme abortion supporter. Tell me you're a murderous bitch without telling me you're a murderous <laughs> bitch. Boom, hundred percent from Planned yep. Parenthood. Yep, you might be a murderous bitch. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna little caveat here. Say what you want about Trump again. We, I personally appreciated him as a president. He had his flaws, as we all do. He should have not had access to Twitter most of the time, and the world would be better. But he was the most pro-life president probably ever. He was the only one, I think, that showed up at the, at the March yeah. for Life. Uh, and just like a couple of the policies that, Literally, just like two policies: the Mexico City, and uh, and the defunding the Planned Parenthood. If if that was if that was kept alive, oh. hundreds of thousands of babies would have been saved for years to come. And here's on piggybacking off of that. I spoke about that to a family member of mine. Who, who is who, so anti-Trump. Who? I will discuss Mouth it, mouth it. And oh, okay. they said that Trump was just... He isn't, he isn't pro-life. He's just doing it to secure his evangelical base. But okay. guess what? Yeah, Good. great. Fine. That's what I said. Is it going to save hundreds of thousands, millions of babies? Sure. Be a populist all yes. you want. Yes. If your populism actually has an effect of saving hundreds of thousands of babies, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't care. It really boggles my mind. And then, okay, so the other argument with in the Christian community is, and it's more so now than ever, well, and the same person said this, well, I can't just... 
think about abortion anymore. I can't be a one-topic, one-issue voter anymore. Okay. 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 But as a belie- as a Christian, I'm not talking to you guys who aren't Christians. Don't worry about this. Uh, although abortion is not a Christian, is not a religious thing. It's no. it's murder it's or wh- not. It's, yeah, it's whether it's, you're a good person or a piece right, of shit. And, right. and it's not that is not. But what I'm about to say is about Christianity. If you are a Christian and you don't take, you don't have abortion as one of the main reasons you vote a certain way, then you have everything wrong. And it says in the Bible, and somewhere in Matthew, Jesus said something about being the, like, um, caring for the least of these. When you care for the least of these, you're caring for me. Whatever you do for the least of these, you do for me. I think the the exact quote was, you kill the babies you will burn in hell forever and you will yeah. m- might be getting molested backwards by okay. satan himself uh, every day child right outside oh. the door as soon as get out of here <laughs> so my point is that and when he said that when jesus said i'm not just going to quote scripture and leave you at that and then like just to back up my one thing and move on jesus was talking about the poor right the needy the the, the disabled the disabled the people, the elderly, the people, whatever. But who are the absolute least of these in our world today? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> who are the least of these out of anyone? It is the most unable person to help themselves it's the smallest thing there's it's no, the there's, smallest there, there's being no, there's nobody it is more the child vulnerable than a, than in, a your child womb. in your womb yeah there's nobody more vulnerable so all that to say and and i completely share your sentiment you just like cutting me off when i'm passionate that's what well, you like i just to don't do. want to get a i don't want you to get a coughing attack i i, I, see, had, I, I see it coming ugh. i see it. I, i'm trying to help you out here okay, okay? i 100 percent agree on a on especially on a christian end because if you are a Christian, and and you got to care about all of those, right? Well, you said, you but said, you got to start. You said, you said one one issue voting thing, and I have many of issues, but if I do, oh, word of the day, intersectionality, because that's what you like on the left, you assholes. But if you do the intersection of of political, religious, moral. And if you call yourself a Christian and vote for Democrats, uh, in this particular case, two things cannot be true at the same time. Mm-hmm. Most of the time they can. You cannot call yourself a Christian and I'm going to, and I don't care. I don't care if you're a pastor or a pastor's wife or whatever you are, you will not be able to look Jesus in the eye when the judgment day comes while supporting people who are murdering little babies. You and we all sin every day. Yeah. And if this is your biggest sin, I mean, oh, I might have. I, I want to give a shout out and I didn't prepare this. I didn't I didn't prepare it. Um, I could have, but I can't look it up now. I want to give a shout out to our. One of my best friends, well, yeah, one of my best friends from um, high school, Chad. Chad is a faithful listener, supporter. We love you, Chad. I wanted to make like um, a rhyme, like Chad no, that the would man, be so but there's like, mad Chad. No, that would be he's so not, he's too nice for mad. Corny, please don't. I'll think about it. All right. So anyway, Chad listened to our last podcast and then sent me a really, really, really awesome not awesome, sad, but but interesting article from the book of Enoch. I shouldn't say article, but like verse from the book of Enoch. And then, article Jesus which isn't wrote. in the Bible, but a long story. It's an article Jesus wrote in Matthew. But it's historical about what um, they used to do in Egypt and in in biblical times with children. I mean, this has gone. This has gone Sacrifices. way sacrificing children and. Um, using the blood of children for for their own gain, skin for treatment. healing. Yeah. yeah, the skin. 
now we see on, um, you know, on the Ellen show, Ellen asking Sandra Bullock, you know, how does your skin get so good? And she says, oh, it's, you know, using parts of, you know, babies. Um, They're no longer hiding it. It's not being hidden anymore. Um, You know, Planned Parenthood has, I mean, it's been this whole thing. Years ago, they did undercover journalism of Planned Parenthood to expose them those Project Veritas, I think, right? Doing, selling yeah, baby selling parts. baby parts. Now they freely admit it. Yep. They freely admit that they sell baby parts, and they do so because they are proud to take part in a... Um, uh, Genocide. No, they say they're proud to take part in science, you know, oh, for, for the future. for like research, for like a research. stem cell right. stuff. So whatever, know. they will back up whatever evils they do. And they've come, they, they know that no longer can they hide it. So they have to come up with some sort of answer. I want to leave you with this. Um, Planned Parenthood recently in Washington State, a flyer was sent home to children, well, with children in Washington State um, that said whole thing. I saw the flyer just jam-packed with information that said 11-year-olds can get an abortion without parental consent. That you should, you ha- you can get an abortion without parental consent. HIV testing without consent can happen at like 14 years old or whatever. They're starting, just like we talked about before, to want to kind of separate separate them. the family yep. from the child and let listen, your we'll family's you. not going to understand. We'll help you. They're going to yes. send you out of the house. We'll be there for you. You come to us. We'll be your listening ear. Well, guess what, guys? You give them your six hundred dollars. They tear you apart, and then you will never see them again. They are not going to help you. you. They are not going to help you find a place to stay when your parents get rid of you. They're not going to be there. They want your money, and that is it. I don't think we touched on half of the things we wanted to talk about. Well, that's my point, is there's so much information. This might have to go to a part two at some point. Because it's just too long right now. Because there is a ton of more information right, that we want we to talk can go about. Down the we'll, we'll do we'll do a part two sometimes. Yeah. Let's just uh, close with, don't do it. <laughs> well, we're not closing yet because no, we I have, have a couple things to do too. Well. Well, I have a hiney hole. Okay, do a hiney hole, and then I want to close with what's happening on Sunday. Okay, I'll do I'll do two hiney holes. All right. I'll do I'll make it quick. Hiney hole number tw- number one. I <laughs> number really, one. Number one. I really got pissed today. Well, about both honey holes, but oh, number you, Peter, Peter got pissed. Number one honey hole is customers. <laughs> customers who oh what, oh, oh. No, customers. <laughs> I went to a customer's house okay. today. Not gonna tell the whole story, but customer was not, and mistake was mine because I we did not discuss the price of the service prior to the service happening but terrible mistake that was a horrible mistake 100% mine but i have confirmed the the pricing of the service that i provided with several people and everybody agreed 100% with me from my field and the customer was just an asshole and wanted didn't want to pay but a third of what i asked for <laughs> which was not unreasonable price i am more than reasonable usually i cheat myself yeah. Not usually, most of the time. Right. I am way too cheap. Customers, appreciate your craftsman time. Okay? Number two, <laughs> uh, since it was just Father's Day last week, uh, Heine Hall of the week or of the century or of oh. the time itself forever and ever are bad fathers. Take care of your children. Don't don't be self-absorbed little bitches that you are. Your children need you. Give them time. Give them attention. I'm not a perfect father. I like you're I up, said you're in, up there. Like in the last last literally last podcast, I said I'm gonna try to avoid him for the rest of the <laughs> night. 
but that's... <laughs> pay attention, fathers. Pay attention. No, I'm no, no, avoid no. My I, you know, no, once I, in a while, yeah. You have all I right to time. say this I because you're time. a great father. There is a, there is a literally some days where you know, twelve hour day and waking up at four in the morning and then coming home at six or whatever and pay attention. Give them a little bit goes a long way. Don't. The, the neglect neglect is the worst mm-hmm. form of abuse. Yep. Give them love. Deal with their problems. And if you give them love and time, they're not going to have as many problems. Father, fathers. I thought you were about to pray. I was like, yeah. whoa, Father we're closing heaven. this up. Fathers, step up. Yeah. Don't be assholes and our world will be better. Wow. Okay. I'm sorry. I just had this. Okay. Like, had this. Well, I'm glad you said that. Okay. You're a wonderful father. I have to just keep saying that. Um, with that said, you're on duty the rest of the night. I'm done. Um, okay. So let's just talk about real quick what's happening Sunday. Sunday is an exciting day for us. We're having our first guest on our podcast, Bobby Rand's Factory. We talked about him um the last time or a couple podcasts ago he's amazing he's hilarious uh he's a comedian from long island right i believe so yeah and um we don't want you to listen around kids because the guy's got a mouth on him yeah most likely going to be if you're super offended by language just skip this one but i do encourage you all who aren't to 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 listen to it because he is so funny and he's going to be part of our um coming in cold episode so we're going to shoot him some topics and i'm excited um to hear what he has to say because i i'm sure it's going to be really good and then after you fall in love with him you got to go follow him and see what he's up to and maybe go to one of his shows again it's going to be at least nc17 or (sighs) i i don't know if it's going to be x but his language is you know i I don't care for me that's Uh, i mean like like him and i we're gonna get along i know I've already told certain people not to listen to it, um, but we definitely want a lot of people to listen. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Don't listen, mom and dad, for sure. Um, But with that being said, definitely the rest of you tune in Sunday evening when we finally get it uploaded. It's going to be really good. And with that being said, we're... One more sentence. (sighs) PSA. If there is a person in your life that is considering abortion and you are aware of it, reach out, help them out. Don't let them do it. Help them out. There are resources all over the place. Save the baby. Sorry. I had to do it. For sure. For sure. And there's resources, there's, which we didn't get to. There's a lot of pregnancy help out there that are pro-life centers. You don't have to go to Planned Parenthood. There's a lot of other places that are pro-life centers that help with the what's, what's mother name? and baby. Okay, we'll we'll Rose, talk about this. Rose. Huh? What's her something Rose? I don't know. Okay, we'll talk sorry. about it later. Okay. Uh, with that said, we are definitely fed up with this whole yep. Planned Parenthood propaganda machine. We hope you are too. Speak out against it. Love on your babies and pray for those who have gone through with it before. And let us know if we can help. Yeah. Bye. We'll see you Sunday.